This is Horsing Around with Pete Fairbanks. Giving my strong yet unresearched opinions is something that I excel at. Presented by the original Louisiana brand, Hot Sauce. You know, you're getting me and you. A lot of me, though, because I really like to talk. Now, here's your host. I have no idea how to open this thing. Welcome to our latest Horsing Around. We have another guest. It is another left-handed pitcher in Jeffrey Springs this week. Pete, were you left-handed in a previous life? Because, like, you had Yards on first, you had Springs on second, your best buds at Fleming. So uh, (laughs) what's the deal here? Yeah. I'm left-handed, too, by the way. uh, I know you're left-handed, Neil. You just give off the lefty vibes. Um, Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Springs actually is the one that it will will make this comment the most that he thinks that I am left-handed. I'm, I'm not. Um, the only thing that I do remotely left-handed is shoot a basketball. I was pretty good at it though, um, for what it's worth. Yeah, I don't know. We had a lefty, lefty first. We're gonna have a lefty today. We're gonna have a our next is gonna be another lefty when Flim comes on. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got to make more right-handed friends, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, it is what my wife's left-handed. I, it, I think it, it's either that I just attract lefties in some capacity or I'm like secretly one of them. Yeah. What do you think, Jeffrey? I think he's secretly one of us. He's just scared to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I had to ask you, <laughs> previous, previous show, Ryan Yarbrough comes on. He had breaking news he didn't tell you about, or at least he didn't tell us about. That is about true. I um, wife was having, is having a baby, their first girl. Yes. When we recorded that, did not know. Um, no, I actually found out. Um, so I stayed with Yarbs for the two days before we left. And, you know, so I'm, I get there go sit down, set my things down. I see an ultrasound on the fridge and I'm like, all right, I wonder if they're going to tell me or if I'm going to have to keep this a secret until they actually announce it. Um, <laughs> and then, so I'm sitting there talking to Cole Yarbs, hanging out, playing some tug of war with Coop because he is a menace to society and to my shoulders. Um, and she's like, you know, points to the fridge and Yarbs and Yarbs is standing there next to it. I'm like, yo, dude, I, I'm not blind. Like I, I saw that there was clearly an ultrasound on the fridge. And then there was a notebook sitting out with baby names written into oh. it. I'm like, my two, two, that's clearly four. I know what's going on here. But yeah, I was uh, found out right before the season started. Couldn't be happier. And uh, yeah, I didn't have to keep a secret for very long. So Jeffrey, do you have any breaking news you want to share with, with Pete and his podcast? Uh, <laughs> nothing like that. I don't think so. <laughs> no, nothing so. And even if I don't, I don't think this is the avenue, uh, I don't think that Bailey would really appreciate if if the word got out via um, a podcast with me of all places. She's in there working right now, so I don't know if she can fully hear us. But no, no breaking news as of right Hopefully, now. she's less of a distraction than Lit is. Lit is just a horrible person to have around when you're trying to uh, record and then debate. As we were debating restaurants, and I would hear her from the living room of her. Or our little Airbnb and, and PC, and she'd be chiming in with her opinions. And I'm like, you know, we'll have you on eventually, and just add another lefty to the to the desk. We'll get you on here, but you know, for now, we're gonna we're gonna have to exclude you. So that answers our question from earlier that we were talking about before Pete came on. I think. Well, so, uh, well you you're on the injured list discussing. for obviously. I am, I, so I am on the injured list. <laughs> we wanted to know who you were gonna drive crazy first, Lydia. Stan Borowski or Kyle Snyder? 
Um, I think sleeper should have been Joe Binge. I, I think that Joe's <laughs> definitely, definitely should have been a. I think if you if you took that if you took Stan off that and put Joe in instead, um, I think that that would be a pretty accurate list. I would say that the two of those and then Lid. But I don't know. I, I'll be here while uh, you know they head up to to New York in that case. He said it might be Lid. It, it certainly has the capacity to be her when she has to spend a lot more time with me. <laughs> That's exactly what uh, I said. Yeah, but till then, um, I've been wearing out Joe. I told Snipes I'm going to start on a cutter just for fun to see what I he would what he would uh, say to that. I'm not throwing a cutter. Just clear that up. But yeah, um, I am on the injured list. After uh, I think it, I think I would probably guess it was due to throwing with a migraine for the first two games of the season. I think that kind of exacerbated my last. Uh, you know, not having the body and sink feeling good, but on the mend, uh, Joe and Shin or Shin actually has left tons of bruises on my arm, and I think he's planning to put more on there today. So yeah, just chilling on the. Uh, I almost I keep wanting to say the DL. It's the IL now. Um, hopefully, get start throwing when they um, leave for for New York. But yeah, till then found some new toys in the weight room. Springe and I actually spent some quality time in there. Uh, I think Jeffrey was just warming up, but we spent a good a good amount of time chirping Pavo for only doing abs and biceps. Sorry, my buddy's group message is blowing up with Dogecoin right now. So, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm going to put this on Do Not Disturb real quick. There we go. Now we are we're going to avoid any Dogecoin notifications. Is that we the can get in. Yeah, I made a I made a cool hundred something on it today. Um, just it, it got up to like thirteen cents, and I was like, you know what? Um, I'm gonna take this money and run with it because I can go find some more shoes to buy. Obviously, that's a good call. Um, yeah, so that is all on me, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna turn into and get some good Jeffrey Springs content going here. All right. Um, first off, first off on the on the shoe note while we're there. Make you got any new purchases recently? Um, no. We saw that we saw the Jubilees on opening day. I did. Um, I did. We also saw those the red bottoms you you brought out on the road trip. I'm nothing. Hoping, nothing else. The, nothing. Not, got no. a couple things on the radar. So hopefully once they drop, okay. I, I know. I know we got the Hyper Royals coming out soon. And I did look at the fours um, that we were talking about. Uh, so possibility as long as they don't go yeah. within seconds. That's true. You are a Carolina guy, all in all. I am. I am. You got to stay true to those roots. That's right. You can't go wrong with Carolina blue. So, and it matches the team colors, the new jumpsuit. So, yeah, uh, didn't get it. I got get a couple things I'm eyeing, but trying to narrow it down. So we'll see. Hopefully, in the next week or so, you'll see a couple things. So that's soon, huh? We're on instant uh, instant ship off a goat, huh? Maybe, maybe, maybe a little, maybe a little longer (laughs) now. We'll see. So. So does collection uh, rival Cody Reed, or what, no, what do we no, got here? No, no, no. You'd have to combine pretty much everybody in the locker room to get near Cody. Cody is uh, probably far and away the biggest sneakerhead that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, don't, I think Blake would probably give him his run, give him a run for his money. Blake has more. I would say Blake has more of the. Uh, like the past, like the dunks and stuff that have come out in the past year, I would say that Blake is is far and away ahead of him in that regard. But Cody's got a pretty good got a pretty good collection going. 
Yeah, my, mine's very, very simple compared to his. His is, uh, I've seen the video of his still, I mean, just shoe boxes all the way as high as you can see. Uh, he says he's got the original shoe boxes, the receipts, like his is impressive. Very yeah, impressive. He's, he's deep, deep, deep in the sneaker game. So yesterday he didn't wear a sing the same shoe to spring training at all for however long spring training is. He wore a different pair of shoes every day to the field. So just to kind of tell you, I think okay. he said he doubled I, up. I thought months. I, I said, I thought I saw him rock a couple of uh, pair of vans a couple times. That could be, he has the, he certainly has the capabilities to never double up for almost a full calendar year. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, before we get into, oh, I, we gotta gotta get off on this tangent. I was on my notes. It says any other tangents that I get off on bullpen talk. What's it? I've been missing it. Um, what's it? Is that we got any like uh, any clicks of the bullpen? We got any you know any good talks? Is Thumper dominating the conversation down there? What's it? What's it like? I need my I need my fix. <laughs> no, no, uh, it's it's a good mix. Um, now that we, you know, everybody kind of knows the second inning, go to the, the back room rule. Yeah, I heard that uh, I heard that it was uh, pretty sparse down there for a little bit. Yeah, it was like three or four people, and then it was like the other people stayed out. Um, but now it's slowly migrating. Um, no, I mean, not Thumper's not dominating the conversation. Uh, it might be one or two, you know, one or two others that kind of sort of talk. Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot most. of people that like to talk, you know. Uh, so. Yeah, so but not nothing, nothing crazy, nothing out of the ordinary. Um, over the last day or two, but definitely miss your presence, that's for sure. Um, we definitely like to kind of gang up on you a little bit, so it's pretty easy. Yeah, I, I know that I am in the minority down there in terms so, of, uh, I mean, you know, yeah. it's kind of easy to get the wheels turning a little bit with you, so that's always fun <laughs> to kind of stir the pot a little bit. But uh, that's good. That's good. I have there's some of my notes that are definite posters. Um, <laughs> so that's good. I'm glad that we're on the same page with that. Perfect. What you, what you got? Let me let me hear. What well, you got. we're going to we're going to start from the top. I made this outline. We're going to stick to it. Neil, I'm doing my best to become a real podcaster, not just a guy that rambles. So Jeffrey Springs, 30th rounder, 2015 with myself, actually, Texas Rangers draft class um, out of state from charlotte right are you from just outside of charlotte outside of or, charlotte i just okay, so, say charlotte because it's a small town a lot of people don't know you know if you don't know the carolinas mm -hmm. very well probably 25 minutes okay um, so outside. just outside of charlotte yeah um and in big news for the town of so the panthers just traded for sam darnold yes um are you excited about that as a diehard panthers fan I am. Uh, the Bridgewater thing, you know, didn't really work out. They threw him a bunch of money. It was kind of surprising that they did that. Looking, I think, to the next Cam Newton, in my own personal opinion. Um, didn't really work out. Clearly, I know they had some injuries, but no, definitely excited, you know, to get McCaffrey back yes. and new mm -hmm. quarterback. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll be a little bit better year. Yeah, I, I, I always, uh, it, was, it was very helpful that I didn't have to go up against McCaffrey in any fantasy um, leagues this year. <laughs> You know, well, you hate to see people be hurt in any capacity. So I do hope that they are better this year um, for your sake more than mine, since I am uh, still an NFL free agent. Thank you, Stan Kroenke. I really appreciate it. I mean, you can always jump on the back. <laughs> just, just I, yeah, I mean, I got I got a uh, I can really jump on any any train that I want. I feel like 
it's tough. I mean, it, obviously, you know, from Missouri with the Chiefs, but I don't want to be a Chiefs fan because that's the wrong side of the state. And my dad was a Chiefs fan. We no. just don't want to do that. You know, you can't you can't follow after him in that footstep. So yeah, maybe a Bucks fan, maybe a Panthers fan. I mean, the, the opportunities are endless. Neil, you got any you got any plugs for your your favorite football team? So for me? are you are you gonna like? Is this gonna be like recruiting, where like one day you're gonna decide which hat to pick, like the day before <laughs> um, the season starts? Yeah, I'm now a say, Bucks fan, or mm-hmm, I would say it's more like a Nets. Uh, it's more like a Brooklyn Nets type situation where I've hit the buyout market. And if you're looking to add a really good fan to your team's arsenal, I am your guy. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess similar in, in the recruiting pitch, but uh, nobody's going to get fined for it. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll work on getting you a jersey. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can, as long as it's not a Darnold jersey, more like a, you know, McCaffrey okay. jersey. McCaffrey? Uh, yeah. well, you somebody, can do that. Somebody else that's not Sam Darnold. I mean, to be, <laughs> to be fair. I mean, so. if he turns out to, if he turns out to turn it around and he doesn't have to be coached by uh, Adam Gase anymore, things might be good. We'll see. We'll see. But we'll work on that. We'll talk about it. All right. I gotta. I gotta. This is something that you know I think needs to be needs to be asked. Well, What's your favorite Texas minor league affiliate? Favorite. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. It was hard to beat Frisco. The The area of Frisco was a lot of fun. Um, really enjoyed playing there. Um, Hickory was close to home. I was like 45 minutes from home, so that one was kind of nice. Um, I liked Round Rock a lot. And then when they were in Nashville, uh, uh, ooh, that's tough. But it's not It's not Kinston? Uh, you're not going to choose? No, no. You're not going to choose Kinston? No, no. Not, I mean, the the field itself is awesome. Uh, I know you got some bad memories there, but uh, the team was great. <laughs> the locker room uh, was great. The weight room, a little sketchy, if you remember. I do. They actually, uh, you were you were far past this, but in nineteen, when I re- I made my triumphant return to uh, both Kinston and the Myrtle Beach Mound, in which I blew my elbow out the second time, they actually took like a. You know, like down that right field line where they had the, the the ground screw stuff. Yeah, they got us a whole new trailer. Nice weight room, pretty wow. spacious, hot as. <laughs> um, but yeah, I and mean, they 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 did take care of it. I think it's a little nicer than it was. Uh, so that first did, year that you're a proud member of the Downey East. Yeah, like we were the the local gym that was free, and there was you could fit four people in it, and that was it. Yep, and there was always yeah. that one dude that was bench pressing um, every day. Every, Every day. day, work boots on, bench pressing. Mm-hmm. It's dedicated, yeah. dedication to the chest we'll, and triceps. We'll, and we'll leave it at that. But we, we rocked you know, it we can't, all year. So we did, we'll, we did, in fact, rock it. We'll, we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> we rocked it against them that year. That was a uh, uh, little basketball before, you know, and it's pouring down oh, yeah. rain and you got to walk over in the rain. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Never had to throw in that gym, thankfully. Um, it's a good. It's a good thing. Probably would have killed something. Yeah, like that. I, I don't think that that was uh, would have been a good thing for any any involved parties from top <laughs> to bottom. Just not a good. Uh, not no. Yeah, I don't. Kenston is its own. What's your favorite? Is do you, do you have one that stands out? You know, I I think that you know everything being said about Frisco is you know Frisco great spot, 
Um, mm -hmm. Got everything you need around there. Yeah. Great field crowds. You got to stop at Bucky's on all the road trips, um, which is, you know, that in itself is, is Heaven. Um, yeah, Texas Walmart. You can't beat it. <laughs> um, I, I think for me, I think I have to go Spokane, though. I think that, yeah. um, I don't do as well in the heat, you know, being very white. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so up there, up there in, in the Pacific Northwest was a little more um, my speed temperament wise or temperature wise. Yeah, I, I'd say Spokane. I had some good, some good memories with Ed Yon, uh trying to get Recycle Man to uh, pick up the crap that we threw on the field down there. Um, and the, the hurdle, the hurdle <laughs> over the fence, full speed, will forever be impressive to me. The grown man, you know, I don't know how high that fence was, but he would hurdle it perfectly from a dead sprint every time. So is this a mascot? What's this? Is this like one yeah. of the mascots in Spokane? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Yeah, he, I'm not sure if he's a, uh, I think he is a mascot, technically. He was, uh, his name was Recycle Man. Superhero. And it was, he was a, a superhero whose <laughs> only known superpower, I'm pretty sure, was correctly sorting um, um, trash and recyclables and then disposing of them properly. But yeah, this dude wore like the full like costume with like the fake muscles and and i mean it, it was still pretty warm that summer so it's not like this dude was just it was just chilling in it <laughs> so he'd have like two-thirds of it that was like a navy blue from sweat and then one third that was still oh, like the normal royal blue from, from <laughs> its original color and it was like in the third or fourth inning dude would sprint from one from just behind like the third base dugout all the way across to the far side of our dugout and would hurdle it was probably you know it's a normal sized base but not outfield fence but like a normal sized side fence yeah and that was an experience and naturally um ed yon who's our strength coach his love spokane he'd been there forever was like hey you know just you, you should just start throwing you know water bottles on there to see if you can get him to stop and pick him up and follow through with his name <laughs> so we you know, we'd take an empty design model gator. I'll just, he'd start his run and you just, you know, kind of just toss it on the field in his path, see if he would stop. And eventually, I'm not sure who it was that got mad at us about it, but somebody told us that we had to stop uh, disrupting Cycle Man <laughs> for his, uh, during his daily sprint. It's, that, that, the place was awesome, though. I was a big fan. I know you big fan of some of the, the guys on the team. Uh, so. <laughs> Talk about stirring the pot. Pete, Pete had a sidekick. Yeah, who, yeah, we had. I, I had a sidekick. He was down there Pete. with you more than he was with me. No, no, no. And when we say sidekick, we mean about half Pete's size. And, <laughs> and every <laughs> Love the guy to death. Yeah. You're saying he was the syndrome to my Mr. Incredible is what you're saying. Yes. That's, what I'm, yes. that's what I'm hearing right now. That, or, your mini, or your mini me? He was mini. He was Same mini. Same guy, pretty much. I don't think that's the truth. I think you, you know, might be fibbing a little bit there. All right, all right maybe a little bit, but there's a, a little bit. Like I, I feel like Pete's getting redder right now as he's thinking about him. Uh, <laughs> Stirring stir the pot. This, this no, guy. this kid was he was name was Tyler Davis, University of Washington alum. He actually broke all of Lincecum's records up there. Hmm. So legend, incredible college career. I wasn't a bad pitcher, but man, if you could not get 
you could not, and I, I say this, you could not get in any sort of discussion with him without him having the best story and being 100% right. There was no way for you to engage in that and not come off just pissed off because the dude wouldn't <laughs> listen to anything else but what he was trying to say. No, no, no. You, you mean come, you come off pissed off. I would, okay, I would come off pissed off because you didn't care enough to like actually, you know, No, no, I would just throw in that. a couple, couple little jabs yeah. just to really mm -hmm. get it going. And uh, great guy, super smart guy, uh, like to get the last word. And if you know Pete, Pete's a really smart guy too, and he likes to get the last word. So a little, little bit true. of a clash there. Great, great time though in the outfield. <laughs> All right. While we're on the subject, we got we got right into into Spokane. I'm supposed to ask you, and I think the quote was, "What do you know about a double she and chop an Oreo milkshake from the D lounge?" <laughs> I think that should tell you who asking the question. Yes. <laughs> My guy. Uh, that was pretty much. That was a road trip. Like staple, five times right? a week, every uh, every day we saw. It was yeah, a road trip time, staple. Same, same, pretty much same meal every time. Every time, uh, Late Sanchez night. could crush food. Not like uh, he ever, perfect ever, size catcher. Yeah, like you know, not fat guy, but mm -hmm. a big guy. Like could move well, could swing it. So I don't say fat, but a bigger guy. Like he was, size. he was thick. He's very thick. Just a and, big, just a big dude. <laughs> we had the the Denny's every time. The the double cheese. With the mm -hmm. milkshake, and I mean, it's—I don't know if you've ever been to Denny's and got a double cheeseburger from Denny's. It's a pretty good-sized meal. It's, it's not a, not a small one. It, this was, three, I think, three or four times a week. I feel like was. Yeah, I nice. mean, the dude was him and uh, another guy that we're not going to name, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, I mean, between that and the Domino's pizza, you would have you would have thought that Sanchez was going to end up at 375 pounds, and the dude just stayed the same the entire time. Uh, awesome. The the Denny's it's, the Denny's experience with him is second to none. It's, it so. it really is. This was you know, this is the one I think we touched on it with the with the bracket when Denny's was brought up. So these Denny's have a bar in the back. Hmm. Only place I've ever seen the Denny's that serves alcohol. <laughs> which uh, I don't know why they thought this was a good idea. It must only be in like Oregon or Washington or, you know, whatever they're doing up there. But yeah, we would, you know, we'd go to Denny's post game and in the back, it'd be the, the Denny's lounge. You know, you'd get pretty cheap beer, a double cheeseburger. And then, you know, if you were Sanchez, you would top it off with a milkshake because well, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was Sanchez. He is incredible. It had a separate entrance to the D lounge. Mm -hmm. Like it was like the restaurant part. And then it was like a back door kind of thing. And you're like, okay, but it's literally just like a, they serve alcohol there. It's the same menu, mm -hmm. everything. It was, I'm not sure what was going on, but um, it was, it was an awesome experience. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> a really now, great introduction to pro ball. Was it actually called the D lounge or you called it the D lounge? It, I'm pretty sure it was the Denny's. It was the Denny's lounge, right? Yes. Yeah, I think that's, that's what, what it was. And we naturally, and I'm sure that it was, it had to have been Sanchez that shortened it to the D lounge. The, the D lounge <laughs> at 11 30, 12 o'clock at night after a game in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. You'd be in, uh, oh man, what was the, I don't think it was, I don't think it was Boise. It was a different one of the ones up there. Trying to maybe a Salem Kaiser. I think it would be pretty fitting if it were Salem Kaiser. Yeah. 
uh, just in the middle of nowhere, Oregon. You got Denny's that serves you three dollar fat tires. You know, I mean, it, everything you can, everything you can ask for in the establishment. <laughs> one last, I got to touch on this for Sanchez one more time. Sanchez, Tyler Sanchez, one of our favorite teammates. I think we can both say that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, only person I've ever seen that could take a flat chicken wing, split the bones, <laughs> put it in his mouth. And pull just the two bones out with no meat, skin, cartilage, sinew, nothing left. It would just be two clean bones after he ate the chicken. It would still, to this day, one of the most impressive eating feats I've ever seen. Yeah, it, I've tried it. It's I still can't do it proper. Uh, he'd probably be disappointed in me. But there's a there's a technique to it. And I mean, he's it's when he says like when he says no meat on the bone, it's completely bare. Sparkling. It's, Incredible. It's like, one, it's, like, it's like a fossilized bone you dig up. It's that clean. There's nothing else left on it. Yeah, doesn't 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 keep out on food. Knows doesn't, how to eat. No, that man knows how to eat. Um, I think he's he's married now. Actually, I think he told me. Um, so I hope that I I hope that his wife is eating well because we all know that Sanchez is the guy in the kitchen. Yeah, and they he actually spent, just uh, birth as well. So. Congrats to him. There you go. Big congrats to old Tyler Sanchez. Your Tampa Bay Rays have called up yet another talented prospect, and this one might be the hottest of them all. It's the Louisiana brand hot sauce, the new official hot sauce of the Tampa Bay Rays. Made right in the heart of Louisiana since 1928, the original Louisiana brand hot sauce adds just the right amount of pop to all kinds of meals, from wings and barbecue to eggs and popcorn. The original Louisiana brand hot sauce. Bring the heat. While we're on the subject of food, we're going to branch out of Pacific Northwest food. We're going to go. I have this section. It's titled uh, St. Pete Rex. And from your coffee this morning, it seems that you're not following it very well. So I'm here to you know assist you in, in branching out a little bit as you drink your apartment coffee. So number one on my list, I, you you told me you were going to go try it. I need to know if you've had Intermezzo yet. Where? Did, what was it called? Intermezzo. <laughs> Obviously, it's a no. Yes, that's a no. He te- no, no, no. You, we, I know. We he did text me. He asked me about the name of we, it. Me and my wife, uh, wife walked there yesterday, and uh, she likes all kind of coffee, different coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a, a JV coffee drinker. Um, nothing super dark, straight coffee. Um, it was okay. Uh What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you go with? I don't know. Some kind of mocha coffee. I don't know. I honestly don't even know what I ordered. Um, it's like an iced coffee. Mm. Uh, it, yeah. it wasn't okay. bad. Super strong. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, five out of ten overall. Five out of, okay. okay. Well, that's why I'm here to assist. Okay. You're gonna want to get the Kyoto drip the next time that you go to Intermezzo. It's a Kyoto it's, drip. It's a cold brew, but it's brewed differently. So it starts up in a beaker and it drips down like a drop at a time. Super, super strong. The best cold brew you can find. It'll have you buzzing for hours. Incredible stuff. Neil, have, you ever, have you been to? Have you been? To I have not. Meal? So I'm not. I'm. I might even be below JV on the call. <laughs> well, well, the good news is, the good news is, is that you still are a better coffee drinker than Josh Fleming who once told me that Duncan has the best black coffee. And I said, well, there's no way that that's right. Yeah, he's young. He's still got, you know, he, he to learn, is, so. I, I mean, yes, but he's, he's married now. He's, 
He's brand mm. starting a new phase of his life. Eventually, you know, you got to gain that yeah. level of maturity with your, your palate, you know? Gotta, so Jeffrey, you have a varsity coffee drinker. Does, is Katie, Josh's wife, a varsity coffee drinker? Or is she not a coffee person? Not a coffee person. See, that's, that's probably why he doesn't why. have any, he doesn't have anybody to pull him up to that level, you know? <laughs> See, my, mine helps me like branch out. She's with food, mm -hmm. with everything. She's, because she eats uh, yeah, you know, that eat is. anything. So it's gotten better, you got to admit. From It has. We, uh, we, we were actually standing in the parking lot of uh, Spring Hill Suites down in, in PC. And just credit, I've heard that Jeffrey's palate has gotten better. Um, that is, I have some questions about that later. Uh -oh. We're going to move to the second of my recommendations. Um, so you guys walked in her mezzo. If you want to go on a longer walk, if Bailey needs to get out, you know, she's done, she's tired of, of doing what, you know, her work in the morning, whatever. If you want to head further west on Central, you can go to Bandit. And okay. Bandit, another coffee place, delicious. Cold brews, good. Um, flat white, very good. If you're lucky enough to get there on a weekend, they have pastries. I've only ever been able to snag one pastry from from them. Pretty upsetting. The Bandit is uh is probably my second favorite coffee place in St. Pete. Excellent. Um, highly recommend it. We don't have any. You know, that's all the material I got for you on Bandit since you haven't been all there. All right. Next, on Central, the best Cuban sandwich you will find at Bodega. Have you been to Bodega? I have not. Uh, that's a disappointment. Yeah, yeah they're quick too. I was stuck in a line yesterday down to the tattoo shop. That's like two, uh, you know, facades down and I was in and out still. And oh, I was, I ordered in about 10 minutes. Um, took a little bit, took a little bit longer to get the food because there were about six mobile orders ahead of me. But yeah, you know, it's got the, the bread, the ham, the pork, the pickles, the mayo, the cheese. I mean, it is by far, uh, it's one of my top three sandwiches, I would say. It, the Cuban air is just unbelievable. All right, I'll have to check that out. And so, and it's, it is up your alley. It's, I don't, are you, do you like pickles? Are you okay uh, with pickles? Yeah, they're okay. Okay, well, you're gonna have to leave them on for this because the Cuban sandwich <laughs> is not complete without pickles. But other than that, it's meat, cheese, and bread. So it's, it's right up your alley. Perfect, perfect. Um, I'm not gonna get into the Thai food with you, um, mainly because I haven't found any that I love down here. That's um, all right. So if anybody listening to this all, I don't know how many people have listened to this besides my family members who seem to enjoy it. Um, <laughs> if you guys know any Thai places in St. Pete, I, I need them. I can help you up in Palm Harbor area, but that's not, that's too far for you. That, that might be a little far. All right. Last of my St. Pete recs for, for today. This is, I know you and I, Sweet Tooth, just out of this world. Conveniently named, this place is Sweet Stacks. <laughs> and it is a custom ice cream sandwich shop on Central. So you show up, you know, you ask, you say, okay, well, what kind of cooking you want chocolate chip, you know, white chocolate macadamia, brownie, snickerdoodle, chocolate chip M&M. You get that. You pick out your ice cream personally, salted caramel truffle guy, just caramel ice cream with, with some, some fudge chunks in the middle. It's elite. <laughs> and then after they've made your ice cream sandwich, they actually find a topping for you and roll the sides of it in said topping. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, and I know you're a big peanut butter guy. They do have Reese's Pieces, I think you can put on the side. Oreo? Um, Oreos, you can put Oreo on the side. 
um, chocolate chips, sprinkles, chocolate sprinkles. I mean, it's really, I would say sweet stacks is, is, it is definitely worth the trip on, you know, a, a day game, which we're not traveling or an off end. The, the, well, you missed I, the best part of all this too. So, so they were in the trough pre COVID. Yes. So, and, and what they do is they have a warmer for the cookies. So after yeah. they put, mm-hmm. they roll your, your ice cream sandwich in the, in, in the topping, you can do like even fruity pebbles or something like that. You can't, you, put fruity, you can't put fruity pebbles on the side. And you, they warm, they like warm the cookies, but it doesn't melt the ice cream. It's, it's, so it's, that, it's that, almost like that a, makes it really it's almost strong. like a waffle press, right? Where it's, yeah, they just stick in like a waffle press, give it a quick warm. Yeah, uh, I will be trying this place out as soon yeah, as possible. It is. I, I'm a big fan of brownies because. <laughs> Brownie and ice cream just seems to mesh easier than cookie and ice cream. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the brownies are incredible. They make a very good brownie over there at Sweet Stacks. Um, they want to return to the trough and set up shop in the empty locker next to mine. <laughs> I'm all we'll good with business. that, Sweet Stacks. I will keep you in business, and I know Jeffrey will, too. Absolutely. We need to start a petition to get them in there. I, yeah, I think at least once a week we should have the opportunity to get some sweet stacks in the clubhouse. I can so, that. yeah, I mean, that's that's going to get you out of your apartment. Speaking of, of living, so you're in an apartment now, finally. Yes. Last year in Boston and actually this spring, too, stuck in a hotel room. Yes, um, unfortunately. How did you two handle that? Well, Without, like, was it, like, was it, was it, a, did it, was it a contentious relationship between you two over who, you know, like who, who gets it, the better, the better part of the room? Like who, how was, how was that hotel like? What is that like? I, I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried in Boston being there for the spring training 2.0 and then the full season with her technically not being allowed to leave to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried, you know, she, wake up work a little bit in the morning and then what do you do all day stuck in a hotel yes but yes that is she handled it like a trooper um when we would get home from spring training or even in the mornings, like we would go walk we were allowed to go mm-hmm. you know walk around and stuff like that so basically got our steps in every day um but <laughs> the no, ten thousand on the fitbit uh no on the uh, apple watch oh so yeah okay apple watch yeah at least you got all the bases okay yeah, I'm, I'm basically just like you know. were you guys just straight up. Um, you're in the Commonwealth in Boston last year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of straight around that, you know, up the river, yeah, kind of by so in the, that uh, Fenway area. Mm-hmm. There's um, there's like a pod, like some walk that you can go through, and it's a couple miles, and they got all kind of like several statues and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. blanking on the name of it, but um, it kind of it kind of sucked because we didn't get to truly experience Boston for like mm-hmm. the fan base, you know, everything because of COVID, but uh. Playing there was awesome, uh, even though there was no fans. And then get traded over the first day of camp to Tampa Bay. And we had a nice setup with another couple in a, a house down in Fort Myers. Um, nice, like, community pool. My wife and his wife, basically, they would work in the morning. They'd go to the pool in the afternoon. It was nice. You know, they could kind of hang out. And then we get traded over. And it's like, okay, there's not a lot to find in St. Pete or uh, Fort Charlotte. And, uh <laughs> So we went back to a hotel and was like, okay, well, this would be another month. Mm -hmm. So we moved in here on the 11th 
Um, we spring training, stayed in the hotel the whole time. Had to stay in the hotel for a week because the only place that we could find this one, the earliest we could get in was the 11th. My, I haven't seen my back seat in about a month and a half because we basically just <laughs> lived out of a car, lived out of a suitcase. Uh, so moving moved in here on the 11th, and it was unbelievable to finally I'm like. I'm sure that back. that feeling was incredible. Was and... <laughs> really, really nice because from yeah. February 17th mm -hmm. up until the 11th, basically. You know, you so you're really looking at almost just two straight months of, uh -huh. of after spending four and a half or whatever mm -hmm. it was last year in a hotel. Um, it was, like I said, she, she's been awesome about it. You know, thank God that, you know, I, it would have driven, like if I couldn't leave, I would have been a lot more irritable than probably mm -hmm. most. Because mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're not, not really a video game guy. No, no. Are you so, a reader? TV yeah, watcher. I, I, we watch a lot of TV shows. I have picked up reading more. Okay. Um, trying to um, just get bored watching TV, obviously. You know, yeah, I don't you, want to sit there. You can only watch TV. so much on that. Yeah. So what mean, are you? Uh, are you a nonfiction guy? Are you a fiction guy? Are you a, uh, a self help guy? To, like, what's your. Well, I know, I know we talked a little what bit about What are you into? Self, uh, not self-help books. I uh, don't mm -hmm. really read them for that purpose, but uh, kind of I like reading books that I feel like I can use to benefit me in whatever way. So I guess if you want to classify it, yes, it can be considered a self-help book, but okay. that's not why I'm reading it. Uh, like reading one right now has all to do with breathing. Um, I don't know. It's what's, the, uh, what's, what's the name of it? Who, what's it? Uh, talk, are we talking like diaphragmatic? Are we talking like cadences of, of like, what are we basically to some of the slowing the world down? What's that? Slowing the world down kind of breathing. Uh, basically, basically, I guess the book, according to the book, we become mouth breathers too much. That's true. I, I am a mouth breather, but I'm also yes. asthmatic. I don't have enough room um, to really breathe, to really get well, all that well, air, air in. Air, so, the, the book covers, you know, from hundreds of years ago, how we've evolved from no, like nasal breathing to mouth breathing. Uh, long story short, Goodness, we should breathe through our nose more. What is your favorite book? You said it's, this one is not your favorite, which implies uh, that you do, in fact, have a favorite. What are we looking at? Uh, have you heard of David Doggins? Uh, the guy that came and talked to us with, uh, Texas. Yeah. I watched him do a million pull-ups in, uh, in the weight room there out there in surprise, Arizona. Oh, so he got to come talk to y'all. He, yes. Bald headed, super, yeah. he's like, he's like skinny, but like shredded. So it's not like he's, yeah, he's skinny. He's just like lean. Yeah. He's like an ultra marathon runner now or something. Yeah, uh, he, uh, really liked his book. Um, it was, I don't know if I have necessarily a favorite, but uh, I was a big fan of that one just because. Um, if you ever do read it, I won't ruin it for you, but just kind of like where he started from in his life to where he is yeah, now. His, uh, I remember him showing pictures of, of where he was at, at one point in his life in terms of just size and, and mm -hmm. everything. 300 plus pounds. Like yeah. it was you know, then, super unhealthy. Mm -hmm, his, like him talking through his, um, like what was going through his head as he did, like I think it was his first, it was either one of his first like long runs i thought was just an incredible yeah insight into having just your knowing that your mind serves you and not mm -hmm. the other way around yeah absolutely and i mean like you said the the stuff that he's gone through and like 
the thought, I mean, he's very real in the book. There's mm-hmm. no sugarcoating it or whatever. And uh, I don't know. I, I think that stuff's interesting. Um, kind of can relate it to, you know, obviously he was in the Marines and stuff like that, but kind of, can kind of relate it to baseball in the sense of, you know, it's a mental game. You mm-hmm. know how it is. You sit down there yeah. and, you know, there's a lot of thoughts that go through your head, you know, on the field, off the field, off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's interesting to see how other people, like you said, can train their brain to, you know, serve you and not mm-hmm. the other way around. Uh, it's It was cool. I, I really liked his book a lot. So if I had to pick a favorite, that would probably be it. As you uh, as you transition more into nonfiction, I would suggest reading. I'd say three or four. I'd just take your pick of Michael Lewis books. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a nonfiction guy, but he writes it very. It's very readable. It's not like some nonfiction where it, you kind of feel like it's a slog, like it's almost textbook like. Yeah. Um, the way he the way he writes is very. He's a guy that wrote Moneyball for. Um, just a reference point. Okay. But the way the way that he writes is very much. It's very easy to read. It's very much as is almost more like a story than it is, um, like a textbook. And my easiest yeah. way for me to, to describe it. Yeah. Is, no, and that that's I like reading things more like that than like you mm-hmm. said the, the textbook type things. Just kind of yes, where it's just a slog. Yeah. He wrote the he wrote the Blind Side too. Yeah, Big Short, Blind Side. Flash Boys, Liars Poker, uh, The Fifth Risk. The, I think he wrote The Undoing Project as well. I think mm-hmm. that was him and not Gladwell. But yeah, he's, he is probably my favorite um, of the nonfiction authors. Okay. Just the, his, I mean, big and uh, just really, really an interesting guy. Interesting subject matter. Very, very much a wide, uh, a wide variety. Did you, did you see the movie The Big Short? No, I haven't. Okay, he is the guy that rewrote the book of that, obviously, but um, very much worth both worth the watch and worth the read on that okay. on that side of things. Neil, you got a favorite? Uh, you got a favorite book that's not fiction? Nonfiction. Nonfiction. Since we're on the, we're we're kind of we're kind of trying to uh, provide some recs here and pick Jeffrey's brain to see what I'm trying to see what trying he's to been doing. What... Because during COVID, I read like I was reading like a book almost a week mm-hmm. when when we were knocked down. Yeah. I actually used to read stuff like um, I read uh, what's the Mitch album book um, about life. Um, um, I cannot tell you. I'm more of a fiction guy unless it's Michael Lewis. So I'm, I'm probably not going to be. Your oh, best. Tuesdays with Maury. Okay. That was like. No, the name. Was, haven't read it. Okay, worth a read. Uh-huh. Kind of like an overview of what's important in life, kind of yeah. without being preachy. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. I've read. Uh, I like biographies too. I read. Um, I really. I reread Buck O'Neill. I was right on time. Um, just because of a guy who had like the total positive outlook, living in time where he couldn't even play in Major League Baseball. Right. But and he became. He ended up in the Hall of Fame as a scout. Um, really cool guy, and I, I, I sometimes I read some history books, so I, I'm all over the gamut. I gotta yeah. find you, know, kind of, kind of all over there. Yeah, I, I also need nonfiction books. If you, uh, Jeffrey, if you got any for me besides the David Goggins one, David Goggins uh, one. Uh, right now, I'm reading The Gunslinger by Stephen King. Very much fiction. There is not a shred of nonfiction in it. Um, 
so yeah, looking for that. But you know, got the right nonfiction authors. It's very interesting, I would say, Good. all in all. All right. Um, so I'm gonna Neil. You got anything? You got anything for Springs before I I have two more questions that are both uh, three more questions actually. One of them is, is again, a reader submission or a listener submission okay. question. Okay. Um, and then the other two are one I already know the answer to, um, and the other I don't know the answer to. So if you got anything that is really pressing right. on your, on your getting, you're getting to know Jeffrey Springs, I think uh, now would be the time to fire away with it. And I had a food question since it was brought up. So were you just like one of these cheeseburgers, chicken fingers, and fries guys before Pete Fairbanks tried to culture you, or what's the deal here? Hold on, I don't take this is I only take responsibility for Fleming. I have I'm willing yeah, to give to I say, think uh, all credit goes straight to Bailey on this one. Yeah, I'd have to give her credit for that too. Uh yeah, we grew up, uh, me and my two older brothers, we were picky. And even now, both my older brothers are picky. Like we'll go home and eat with them. I'm like, why will you not order that? Like, you know. It's yeah, they're they're grown, but it's like they still eat like kids. Unfortunately, I've gotten better. Pro ball helped me a lot. Uh, just trying new things, obviously eating stuff at the field from, you know, Latin food to things that I never would have tried, you know, on my own. But uh, yeah, my, my wife does a good job of helping me branch out. So uh, still working on it, obviously, to uh, feel like I could eat better still. But uh, way better than probably when I first met Pete back in 15. One last would... one for me on food, though. North Carolina guy, East Coast, mustard, mustard-based barbecue or vinegar-based? Or do you go Ooh. like – or do you go like uh, – are you more into like the Missouri, you know, like – Nice, you know, sweet, more of a... nice sweet barbecue yes. sauce. Yeah. What's, what's your deal? Good, good thick molasses. See, I, I get asked this a lot about barbecue. Actually, me and Ray were just talking about barbecue mm -hmm. the other day, Pete. And I guess growing up, then there's so many barbecue places around North Carolina. Like, mm -hmm. to be honest, I don't necessarily like. I wouldn't choose to go to a barbecue place if we were going to dinner. Okay. Um, not that I dislike it. Like, I'll eat it and everything, but it wouldn't be my first choice. I guess, like I said, just because there's so much available, mm -hmm. I feel like there's a barbecue kinda over, spot. Kind of, kind of oversaturated. Your uh... yeah, but I mean, I guess vinegar based. I mean, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't eat any of that. To be honest, uh, I don't really have a preference. Uh, so it's kind of probably get scolded a little bit for saying that for <laughs> other people from back home. But nah, I just, yeah, barbecue is kind of, it, it's just, it is what it is to me. I'm not a super big fan, but I don't dislike it either. Um, I'll, I'll, for me, I am much more of a mustard based guy from my right. extensive time spent in North Carolina. Yes. <laughs> if you ever have to go back to North Carolina, there actually is a place in Durham called Q Shack, which okay. actually has much more of a Texas or Kansas Kansas City type barbecue. They have both. So they have the North Carolina kind and they mm -hmm. have the kind of, and they're good at both. Okay, Oklahoma, when you, when you go to Kansas City, mm -hmm. Oklahoma Joe's. Oklahoma Joe's? Oklahoma Joe's. What, what do we Delicious. got Oklahoma Joe's? Oklahoma Joe's is my favorite barbecue place in Kansas City. All right. So, the brisket's good. The pulled pork is good. I am a big like smoked, like jalapeno cheddar smoked sausage mm -hmm. is my go-to at, at most barbecue places. If they have it, theirs is delicious. Um, the slaw is good. The fries are good. So I'm going to have to order that when we go. Last two things for you. 
and we'll let you get on with your your day. Um, we talked about sweet tooth. I need to know the favorite candy. You got, you know, we get our little airplane bags. What are you favorite putting candy. in? That? What are you putting in that? What am I putting in that? Well, the Uncrustables is always good. I, you know, you keep giving those to be loud. I've when never I, had them. Talk about that. Um, my favorite candy probably is the Hershey's Cookies and Cream Bar, like oh. the white chocolate. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if used to, if I was stopping at a gas station and getting candy, probably a hundred times out of hundred. Every, every time that. you're going that. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's you know Snickers, things like that. They're good, but the Cookies and Cream Hershey Bar, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Neil, what we're gonna your favorite candy? You have a. Ooh, uh, I'm kind of a Milky Way Snickers kind of guy. Yep. Yep. Especially yeah. the ice cream type bar. If if yeah. you have oh. that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I haven't had the Snickers ice cream bar. Had the Twix one. I'm a, a Milky Way Midnight far and away for my my candy of choice. And last but not least, Jeffrey. Do you still eat two peanut butter and jellies with strawberry jelly for game every day? <laughs> have we have we branched out? Just that I mean inquiry we've minds, bran- you know. We've br- we've branched out. That was definitely a thing for my first couple of years in the big leagues. Still, you know, I did it all through the minor leagues. It was just an easy meal before the game. Um, I actually saw somebody on our team eating a peanut butter and jelly with milk before the game, and I was like. Might be my new favorite player on the team. Who was uh, who was doing that? If you had to take a guess, I'll I'll, I'll help you out. Position player. Um, everyday position everyday player. Guy. I got I got that being Brandon Lau. I think is my guess. No. Uh, can I guess? I'll go Joey yeah. Wendell. Yes, Joey Wendell. Was, and I, yeah. I walked by and I was like I was like, See, I was like, you eating peanut butter and jelly with milk? And he's like, Yes, yeah, you know, simple. It's like before the game. I was like, He gets it. He gets it. Joey just gets it. So, I I don't do it every time, but yeah, if I'm still hungry before the game, I go to every time. Well, there you so, go. It is what it is. <laughs> Jeffrey Springs horsing around. Next time, um, since he has returned to the uh, the big league roster, we're going to have Josh Fleming on here. And if he's not the next guest, I will take a bite of my Blues hat. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for today. Springs loves peanut butter jellies, and I am allergic to peanut butter. That's right.